you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme. My name's Dave. And my name's Tim. <laughs> it's weird, Tim. I almost said memories from the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, because you were never a guest. We're going to be a guest on Memories from the Mouse. But anyyway, yes. folks. Um, Dave's world world famous podcast. Yeah, that's memories that's, from the mouse. That's no longer available. No longer available. So mm-hmm. here we are. Here. And, uh, and but this this podcast here, folks, where we talk about Tim's poetry, uh, faith, Christianity, um, our families, and our, our weird world, uh, is is a, is a lo- whole lot more fun than what we were. I was doing there. And it's family, so I enjoy it. Well, I'm I'm thankful you're you're enjoying this, and you think it's so much more fun, which surprises me because uh, the episodes that I saw of Memories from the Mouth, you were the you were in control. I, this is true. I think you, Dave. Dave did it all. Not only was he the technical expert, he was also the interview expert. Mm-hmm. Did a very good job, and. Um, Makes me think if I shouldn't just turn those responsibilities over to him today. Well, we got to see what he remembers. We'll do that from another. I, I, there's another one rolling around in my head. Another interview show coming up. Um, I'm writing things down so that I can start this uh, with Gray Hair Productions. <laughs> Pray for him. Yeah. Pray for him, people. Yeah. Pray for him. So, Tim, what are we going to talk about today? Let's let's get back into this. Yeah. Today we're going to read some poems and discuss our need to have faith and trust and hope in God over everything. It's not the world that is going to save us. No, no, not the world. And uh, I'm going to make a typo correction here. Thank you. The word have? Have, yes. Uh-huh. Sometimes I get typing so faster than I should. <laughs> and, and sometimes autocorrect doesn't work, does it? I just, I just try to ignore it. Especially as, as a poet, you really try to ignore autocorrect. Oh, do you really? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. That must be hard on you when you're doing it on your iPhone. You know, auto, no, uh, my iPhone doesn't. It. I ignore it too there too. I just, I don't even pay attention to the words that show up that, that it wants to put in. Oh, really? Yeah, because I know what I want to, I, well, I don't always know what I want to say, but I know what I don't want to say. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I ignore it. Good. And then I'll go back sometimes and autocorrect so that the words that I aren't unusual or that I don't want to put a comma in someplace, mm-hmm. you know, I just make sure everything else is spelled properly. I guess I should get back to it. So anyway, enough of, of that and my, my struggles with typing. Well, we all have them. Well, I, sh- yeah. I shouldn't say all. I, I, I well, do I too. I, I passed typing in, as a senior in high school. I passed, but I don't remember how. <laughs> Wish I'd done better now. Well, let's, let's, let's get into this, yeah. okay? I, I don't think anybody cares how badly I type. <laughs> you. Okay. Okay, the first poem is from Living in God's Rhyme and is found on page 176. It is called Of Truth and Lie. It, it, is it the truth or the lies? Which one wears the disguise? There are the hows and the whys that hide as one of these dies. 
Perhaps I have believed that as I was deceived, believed in the message so strong, never thinking that it could be so wrong. The sky is blue, this is true. The earth is round, true it sounds. Water is wet, though there are those yet who do not understand their head is in the sand. Is it the truth or is it the lies that in the end will make my heart cry because I never tried to know who lied because I do not know how to try? It is up to me to look beyond the words, beyond the one who one or the other does speak. It is up to me to question what I have heard. Is it the truth, not the lies, that I, it is the truth, not the lies, that I must seek? Whether the road takes you to the left or right, you must never give in without a fight. A fight within your mind, your soul, so that you might know the truth when and where it shines. And uh, that really applies to everything that we do in our life. I see where you can think, oh, you wrote a political poem left and right. Well, there's right and wrong. Left could be right and wrong and right could be wrong, depending on a number of things, but it's, you know, it's the right and wrong, you know, that of everything, of everything we, we know, everything we believe, that's what this is about, and we need to be seeking the truth at all times. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, uh, I like this part here, <clears throat> excuse me, it's up to me to look beyond the words, beyond the one who one or the other does speak. That must have been hard to hard to write. <laughs> it's easy to write. It's just harder to say. <clears throat> Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and believe it or not, I I did practice a couple times before we started recording. <laughs> just oh, I, I, you did real well. <laughs> thank you. You did well. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you did. I think that uh, I think that this could be used in. This poem could be used in uh, many, many uh, era of our past and, and current times. Well, I think even as you read the Bible, it, it, yeah, we've always it's always been that way as part of the human race. We have all we, you know since the time after Adam and Eve were taken out of the Garden of Eden, and after they ate the forbidden fruit, it just uh, we need to seek the the right, the right and the wrong. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, you know, which way do we turn? Do we turn to the right? Do we turn to the left? Which one's going to lead us to the correct way? And it's always God. Now, do you remember a few years ago they came out with these wristbands? Some were leather, some were those rubbery, gummy things. And on it, it had WWJD. Yep, what would Jesus do? I, it's funny yeah. I mentioned that because I thought of that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, after, it, after listening to this poem, it's the first thing I thought of. Oh, is it? Well, yeah. and and that's a, I, I like that because that's what you that's what we that's yeah what would Jesus do in this situation? Yeah, that's what we're called to. Because I, I look at that a lot of times too, especially in my life lately. I think, okay, now Jesus didn't do didn't sin. He all oh, he there was no temptation. What would he do? Oh, but there was a temptation. You know? I think he was tempted beyond anything we will ever be tempted. Yeah, but I mean the temptation. But he never he never succumbed. gave in. Yeah, never succumbed yeah. to the temptation. So yeah. I just, just, it just, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, something to look up to. So, uh, we'll move and, on and, here and while you're writing. Fire to almost. Yeah, I'm ready whenever okay, you are. Okay, the next poem is 
from God's Rhyme, the first book, and is found on page 117. And I'm going to uh, really, uh, read the reflection first, and the poem is titled uh, Living Truth, and here's the reflection from the book. This poem is a result of a Facebook conversation I had after posting a comment about a comment someone had made about the devil and how he was good. The devil's advocate wrote that there was no way I could prove anything about God, his existence, his creation, this world. I wouldn't give up. I finally realized that I was arguing with someone who didn't understand his position. And as I tried so simply, and as I tried so... (laughs) I'm sorry. And as I tried, so I simply finished by writing that I had majored in philosophy in college and found that there are only three things you can do with a degree in philosophy, and that is to write, teach, or be unemployed. Good or bad, that's what I did, and I did get a good night's sleep. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to stop the argument, the discussion. And yeah. uh, I, it, was, it was strange, and I, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, without God, Satan wouldn't be around because he was an angel the fallen angel, but he was one of yeah. God's creations, angels. So, I mean, he was he was worshiping something that was created by God, an angel. <laughs> an evil angel, but that was, that was, oh, it was, it was so strange because this guy, he was just, you know, you, Jim Carter, don't know anything. <laughs> Your face is worthless. <laughs> anyway, so this is the poem that was a result of that. The living truth. How do I live in this world that hates the one I love, a world that rejects the truth of those who profess it? The truth, what is it, the world asks. The truth is me, I hear it said. What I desire cannot be wrong. All I require, I have in me. The truth of the world, there lies the lie. The truth of the world, caring not why. The lie of the world, there is not proof. The lie of the world, there is no truth. Yes, no truth, they say. Their truth is lies and deceits to believe what you may without payment, without receipt. I have been told there is not proof that God exists, much less created. Therefore, he is an imaginary friend, having no beginning, gone in the end. My faith is faithless, based on nothing. Apparently, the nothing the world believes created all we know and all we are, our earthly existence, the northern star. Your faith is something you cannot prove. Who said that? Was it the world asking, or was it me? From nothing to something by nothing, one must have faith to believe in such a thing. There is that word, faith. But does the world know their faith's face? Though they believe not in a creator, they certainly believe in a ruler and celebrate and exalt its very being. How do I live in a world that believes lies are true and truth has many shaded hues, where right is wrong and wrong is might? I live by faith, having seen God's face in the meek and the poor, knowing beyond life there's more. I have talked to God, and he has talked to me. I have heard his word in all that I see. I have lived in the world, have lived its lies, seen with my eyes, unfulfilled joy that hurts. Yes, unfulfilled joy that hurts. God has touched me. I have felt his hand as he helped me stand amid rising seas. I have felt his love, his forgiving touch, and the sorrow of his faith that as I sinned, he loved me. He 
He loves me not as the world would. He loves me only as a father could. He has always loved me and always will. He has a love that is never still. There is one truth I pray that we all know, that is we all seek love, that is how we grow. Now if the world would only seek that love from God of heaven above, what could we do? What would their world be if every soul believed and were set free? Sometimes it just feels right. It's sitting right. And that's the inspiration. Mm-hmm. I told you before, poetry's everywhere. And that <clears throat> that man inspired this poem. You know, it was a discussion about, you know, good and evil. And uh, because of that discussion, this poem came. And uh, Yeah. He, he, he doesn't realize the good he did. <laughs> but again, it's amazing who, who God uses. Isn't it? No, we've talked about that a couple of times already in past broadcasts um, and podcasts where you know, mm-hmm. some, someone is put there in front of me and it changed my day, inspired a poem. Uh, right. uh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah I, I got this after uh, that. I also wrote a little more explanation about this. God's Rhyme was first published in 2015, and the poem was probably written in 2014. As I reread it again as I was putting these show notes together, I can see that I had the same concerns back then that I do today about so many in the world denying or even considering that God is real. Without God, we in the world would not exist. Faith becomes true. Faith becomes truth only when God is behind it. Otherwise, faith is faithless. Faceless. Faceless, only God. Yeah. And it's, you know, in in the world we are in today, it's... I'm sometimes amazed that I write that... So this was seven years ago, eight years ago, perhaps, that I wrote this. You know, and... Even then, the world was like that. And, yeah. and today, as Christians, we need to be aware of that, I think, and uh, conscious and in prayer so that we are not led astray and we, we keep on the straight track, straight and narrow with God, you know, following where Jesus walked and being led by the Holy Spirit uh, to the truth, always the truth. Exactly. We well, you know, um, one, of, one of the, uh, I don't know if it's one of the laws, but... God wanted us to preach to others. Well, we're, you know, because we're, what, we're told to go out and spread the gospel. Right. So you spread the gospel to others because you, you published yeah. that poem. Thank you. Because that guy decided <laughs> that you were wrong. And, and boy, did he, he, he's the one who's unfortunately wrong. Probably not going to be seen by either of us yeah. later on. Well, <laughs> I'm not, I pray, I pray that, that someone, talks to him and his uh, whole world is turned upside down by Jesus. Yeah. Because right too. now it's upside down. Let me, I hope his whole world is turned right side up. Yes. Yeah. And I, I just uh, noticed too here, this is a, a note that, this is really the note that came to mind as I was putting these together. Because as I'm putting these show notes together, I am again being reminded that as a child of God, I need to profess my faith more often, boldly, and in love. 
I can no longer sit back and not talk about the ways of God and those of the world. Then, ten minutes or so later, I was looking for the page number of the next poem in the book, uh, in the book index, and the poem Face Without Trust caught my attention. I'll let you, the reader, uh, read that one on your own, and it is on page 11 of Living in God's Rhyme. But there again, we must have faith with trust. Yeah, folks, you really need to uh, to go and read that one and too. If you, and if you read that one, you'll you'll get a better idea of my imperfections. And I'm just thinking. Uh, I was just looking. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the show notes. I know I should know everything in here uh, because I we put them together. But you'll hear more about what goes through me, my mind the last poem today okay so this next let's go on to the next one dave uh sounds like a good idea this one is called his word may it lead us matthew mark luke and john paul peter timothy and jude books and letters written to show us the way to god's love the love of his sacrifice the love of his grace the love he has for us the human race jesus said believe be baptized and spread the gospel We should not only pray, pray every day for those who have not heard his mighty saving word. We should speak. We should speak so that we reach those souls we know of the gift we have received, so they will not be deceived. We need to shout to the world about that Jesus saves. He is what God gave, so in the end, so the end will be better, so it will not be bitter. Afterthoughts. As believers, we can meet in clusters so that faith and desire we can muster, so that faith and desire we can muster, that as we leave the room, we do not have a sense of doom, but the faith to share. Share that we care that others hear what we hold dear, what we hold dear to our hearts, so they may start to see what they may be, that when Jesus, let me do this here, share that we care that others hear what we hold dear to our hearts so they may start to see what they can be that when Jesus they will be set free hmm. and there's that again we know we're called to spread the gospel and uh, yeah you know it's uh, mm-hmm. that's what we we need to do and we need to do it more often I need to do it more often you know I, there are people I know who um well, at work, as I've said before, everyone knows I'm a Christian. Everyone knows I've written these three books of Christian poetry. Uh, everyone knows, uh, at least it works in the office, not necessarily in the field, because I work for a construction company. Uh, but everybody, they know that. Uh, some, some of them have bought books. But I, there's still, I still need to continue, even at work, professing my faith to those and... Uh, and living it so they can see it. Uh, it's just always interesting, though, that they... Re- and I may I may be fortunate where I'm blessed where I'm work because I don't get a lot of... Um, ne- I don't get negativity for my faith about it. You know, uh, People seem to respect it, and I, I truly appreciate that. You know, that. Whether they are believers or not, they at least respect the fact that I am a Christian 
and will right. profess my faith where I'm called at work. Oh, that's nice. That's um, it's harder in my organization, or even in the in the, the, the those. Well, you know, fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I don't. If people ask, yeah, I do. Yeah. If people see me reading, reading the books that I'm reading. What are you reading? Oh, it's about the Bible. Oh, really? Is it is it good? Yeah, it's good. You got you are you do you enjoy the Bible? Yeah. Some will say yeah. Some will say I you know. Some will just ignore me. <laughs> And that's fine too. Yeah. No, I'm I, getting there. I I preach the, preach the word in a different way. I, and sometimes it's just by showing them what I'm doing. Well, you know, it's not. We're not all called to do it the same way. We're all different. Yes. And we I all agree. we all um, react uh, differently to to the people that are that we have talked talk conversations with. Exactly. You know? And yeah. it's, uh, there are many ways that God can use and does to get His word out. Yeah, and I think part of it for me too is the fact that I don't feel I know enough because I haven't read all the way through the Bible yet, and I don't know enough to have a, an intelligent conversation when they bring up a specific area of well, something. I mean, I could say, yeah, I haven't got that far yet in what I'm doing, but, and that would be fine. But a lot of our conversations are very, very short because none of us don't normally have a lot of time to yeah, sit there and talk. No, but it's you know? it's it's nice that you're able to at least have a short conversation or someone will ask you, yeah. you know, you're reading a, bo- a book about mm-hmm. God and someone stops and asks you what you're reading and you're able to tell them. And uh, it's nice mm-hmm. that you're able to do that. I mean, I think that in itself yeah. can be a blessing and uh, yeah, maybe plant and, a seed in someone's mind and say, boy, that guy's getting reading this book at work. And uh, maybe mm-hmm. I, I should do something like that myself. Maybe they're just, you know, struggling with how to share their faith too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you're sitting there on lunch and you got an hour and you got nothing, else, you've you've mm. taken your ten minutes to eat your lunch. <laughs> you got to do something. And anyway, well, I think re- reading a book about God, or reading a book uh, about the Bible, or reading the Bible is, is great. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and again, I I think it's uh, you're you're living your faith at work by doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 again, I mentioned reading all the time is is good or not every. I really like to read a little bit every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I'm not as well read as you are, but I'm I'm getting there. I'm I'm working, and it's and it's enjoyable, and it's also relaxing and calming. I need that well, once in a while. Do me one favor, will you? Hmm? Don't compare us, because I I I went to a phase where I I compared myself to other Christians, mm-hmm. and I, you know I was newer in my faith. I I hadn't explored it and been. Uh, dug into it like I have uh, since I've been writing and I went to a, a Bible a men's Bible study and I just was uh, I felt uncomfortable with myself and inadequate because there were a couple of guys talking about having talked with God having a conversation with him and I'm thinking you're kidding me I've never done that and since then that happens all the time you know, and but I was comparing myself, and I was thinking, well, maybe I'm not worthy to go back to this place. I don't, or I'm uncomfortable because I don't have the faith. That my faith level is not where theirs is, and I, right. I came to realize it doesn't. My faith is where it's at. Yes, I can work at at 
strengthening my faith. But mm-hmm. I, the basic, I have the I have the understanding of who Jesus is, what He's done for me. I've accepted that, and I will profess that forever. I'm called to do that, and that is the start. I at least I have that. I have Jesus right. as my Savior, and He has so much more for me. And as my faith grows, I will. I will come to understand what he has for me and uh, know when it's there right in front of me and being presented to me, whereas before I may not have. So I, for me, uh, someone who says they're, who is professing, uh, someone who is a true Christian, wherever they start, they are in their faith. I am just so happy for them that they're doing that. And um, then as a, as a Christian, no matter where I am in my faith, I can help others they can help me, and that's what we're here for. And we can mm-hmm. help those who aren't believers. So, yeah, that's my sermon for the day, Dave. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know why this brought. I don't know why this just came to mind, folks. But you know, uh, Dave and I have talked. We grew up in the Episcopal Church, and when we lived in a small town of Croswell, Dad was what was called a lay reader. He was part of the church of the professionals going up when the, the aisle with the, the minister. As the opening hymn was sung, he sat up in front and he read uh, one, at least one, maybe two of the three Bible verse, uh, verses that were read during the service. And then the, the minister would come up and read the, the third one and give his sermon. And uh, I'll never forget Dad saying, that if a minister, if you can't get your message across in 10 minutes, you haven't done your job right. <laughs> well, that sounds like that. Yeah, it does. And, and I've been to churches like that, and they, they, I've been to more, they stretch them out to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And now where I'm going, you know, it's a half hour, sometimes more, and I can still sit through it, and I still like it. It's, it's, it's the message. You know, and some of those yeah. messages are more than 10-minute messages, but I just that just came to mind, and I, I'll never forget Dad saying that. And uh, it was something that he, I think, I guess he was raised with. I don't know. Would make sense, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on. Okay. I don't think I could ever, if I, you know, if I'd ever become a minister, uh, apparently the way I'm talking on this podcast, I could never give you a 10-minute sermon. <laughs> well, I guarantee you. Yeah, I seven or eight if I stretched it, but anyway. Yeah. Okay, this next one, Dave, is <clears throat> One Thought Became Another, and it's in God's Rhyme again on page 75. And again, we're going to start with a reflection. As I have written before, when I pray for not just direction, but for the words, poems do not go where I thought they would. I had the last two lines of this poem come to me at work. On the drive home, I thought about writing stanzas of praise and thanks to God. I was going to call it Random Thanks and Praise. I just thought I hadn't written enough praise and thanks into my poems lately. The title of today's poem should tell you what happened. Yes, one thought became another. He who spoke creation into existence by his word was one with God. Watching God's creation from heaven as man strayed, he'd answered God's call. Born into his creation, he became man. As one of us, he did live that he might show the way to those he loves, his life he did give. From the beginning, he was a blessing to all of creation, especially man. 
Before the beginning, beyond the end, in Jesus we have found more than a friend. We have found a Savior who overcomes our behavior, this man Jesus as God, by his life he has saved us. So we give thanks and praise for the life God did raise, for the lives Jesus did save through the life he gave. We now have the hope beyond our lives that it is by God's saving grace we do strive to honor and praise the Almighty God and the Savior Son he does love. Knowing what lies ahead, turning from sin to God instead, just as Paul did running toward the goal, so must I with all my heart, all my soul. In an afterthought, Amazing grace, I have been found. When you spoke, I heard the sound. Now blessings are all around, and your love knows no bounds. Through grace you spoke the blessings of your love. So that was a great poem. I, I got to hear, see, the thing is, you were still, I could still hear you talking, mm. even though I wasn't there. Um, I, yeah, I've got nothing else on this one. Okay, I, let's move on then, okay? I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, this, uh, the next poem and the last, well, I got a surprise at the end. I like the surprise. I think the next and last poem for today may express my thoughts for today. The writer of words is found on page 77 of Living in God's Rhyme. Again, I'll read the reflection that comes with the poem after the book first. Reflection on the writer of words. I was trying to stay a couple of days ahead in my writing for Facebook in case I ran into writer's block. Uh, just an aside, I've mentioned before that Living in God's Rhyme was written on Facebook. I, over a period of 77 days, I posted 77 new poems, and they mm -hmm. became the, the foundation of Living in God's Rhyme. Uh, so this is why you know I was trying to stay ahead of, of things uh, a couple of days. Uh, in my posting but it, as it happens at times God has other ideas about writer's block I'd written the previous day's post for Facebook a couple of hours before this one I had an idea for a poem then God took over this is about the soul of a writer who tries to obey when God talks now I just have to listen in the rest of my life sometimes I don't know how people uh our listeners have you have those times when you think you're going to do one thing and you just you just know that something is telling you no that's not it you're going to do something else or mm -hmm. again with me no it's not those aren't the words those aren't the words I want this is the direction I want you to go today and it's always a blessing to me when that happens to know that God is there and and leading me and when he does what he did here is to a better poem than it probably would have yeah. been with, you know, on my own. Yeah. So I am definitely, I'm a blessed person for having him in my writing life and in all my life. So the writer of words, the writer of words of thoughts and dreams, a never ending stream flowing through his mind. Sometimes, most times not knowing what he will find in reflection, wondering what it all means. There is a call that his quiet voice will without sound become his choice to be the messenger of your glory of all the ways only you, God, are holy. Oh, there are daydreams and everyday schemes that make his life seem to be without a rhyme. There are the times without rhymes. There is the day with nothing to say. There are wanderings in his head that are better left unsaid. Yes, that's true. 
But when he does pray that he does say that what he has heard is the voice of your word turning over everything to you. There is nothing he cannot do. You, Lord, know the reader's hearts. You, Lord, have restored the lost cord. You, Lord, are there before the day start. You, Lord, are above the earthly horde. So this writer of words does pray that what you have to say will come through to others, to his sisters and brothers. The writer needs the word the writer needs the reader of his verse more than the reader has ever known. It is the reader whose seeds are sown to help the writer avoid lifelong curse. One can write and not share, that is if one does not care to follow God's command, do not drown in the sand. So the writer writes out of the need to know that it is God he need that he does heed. So the writer writes out of the need to know it is God he does need heed. That is God that he does heed. His command to share the gospel to help make God child, God's children well. To help make us well, not just for a spell. God's word will our lives save. As we believe on what Jesus gave, the writer will not drift accepting God's gift. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Wow. Well, you know, um, and it's true, true in so many things. It's true. Yeah. I need the reader of this of the books, listening to the podcast, more than they realize. They give me they help they give me encouragement and strength. And when I was posting these poems online, the encouragement I would get from someone who would say that they liked it, it touched them, or you know they could relate to it in their life at that time, mm-hmm. was. Uh, you know, a true blessing because it told me that I, you know, I was actually listening to what God was telling me, where he was leading me. And um, just to touch someone's life is, is a, is a special feeling. So um, yes, uh, any writer needs, needs that. uh, And we have before have said uh, on the podcast that we, we like our listeners comments, uh, whether you have, it's a negative comment that, uh, for constructive mm-hmm. criticism, let me put it that way, or, you know, something you think I really like. <laughs> yeah. But even constructive criticism as a writer helps where, uh, because I know there's, uh, there's times that things that are not published where I just go crazy and get off track, but, uh, and I don't think anyone well, would think... understand. Well, but I think we but, all get off track once. Well, we do, but, uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I need I need the, the the reader of the words more than they will know, and I hope they know now that anyone who writes needs to know there are readers of what is what has been written, and uh, that will encourage them to do more. Yeah, because uh, you know I think it's for anybody, no matter what your talent may be, it could be carpentry, but uh, mm-hmm. you know we need to know that we're doing doing the right thing you just need someone to tell you good job so you keep on going amazing isn't it how uh, we all need that a little bit yeah and you know the best one that comes from is god and the the best time will be in heaven when he says well done my good and faithful son Mm -hmm. so yeah I'm not in a hurry for that day, but I'm looking forward to that day. Well, not in a hurry, but you're looking forward to it. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, they, that's the important you, part. You can be looking forward to something, but not in a hurry to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll yeah. Tell you. This is a, a surprise I'm going to spring on Dave here. I was sitting here, um, got my computer open, everything set up a little bit early. I believe it or not, I actually read through the poems to make sure I didn't make mistakes. <laughs> okay. No, that's true. <laughs> that's the truth. So I started to write, and this is what I wrote called My Days. Faith and trust, doubt and rust, hope and praise, discouraging days. I have lived in both, and I have found hope, as in faith I think, I'm sorry, as in faith I trust, in the Son of God. The son. Uh, forgive me, folks, this is my handwriting, which is really hard to read. So let's start over again, and we can leave this in, Dave. Okay. called My Days, Faith and Trust, Doubt and Rust, Hope and Praise, Discouraging Days. I have lived in both, and I have found hope in the faith I trust. In the Son God raised, it is Jesus I will praise in all of my days. Oh, I really like that one. Well, those, and those are the, for me, the, those are the really joyful times when I can just sit and, a thought comes to mind, and I, you know, I wasn't sure where I was going to go with this thing. It said, uh, "Faith and trust." So I need a, I need a, a word that rhymes with doubt. I mean, with trust. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I need something that goes with trust that kind of makes sense. Faith right. and trust, doubt and rust. Well, yeah. If you don't use something long enough, it very well may get rusty. Yeah. So anyway. Isn't that the truth? Wow. More words from a writer of words. There you go. And folks, we like those, don't we? Folks, uh, I, I, while we got this short little break before we get too far, I don't want you to forget about the show notes. Show notes are where they're always at. Just just keep scrolling and you'll see them. Tells you where to get a hold of Tim's information, Tim's books, and where you can buy them, and our website, and YouTube channel, and all that fun stuff so just keep scrolling you'll see it it's it's there uh, and, and we we hope that you really enjoy this don't be afraid to uh, rate and review us on your podcast app that helps us that lets us know what's going on lets us know you're alive <laughs> so but that's all i got to say about that folks so back to you tim <laughs> well here's my thought here's here's my brain working okay Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about rating us, okay? So, you know, mm-hmm. normally it would be a 1 to 10 or 1 to 5 with 1 being the best. So we, if you can find a way, Dave, to put that on the on the website, uh, mm-hmm. and they can rate us between 1 and 1. <laughs> okay. Rate us between 1 and 1. Leave, one, leave them one choice. Okay. And if we get nothing, we'll know that'll be the same as a 2. How's that? <laughs> okay. Okay. See, folks, he's just giving me a challenge. Oh, no. I <laughs> I was joking, Dave. I was joking. Right. Go for it. No, I, Go for it. I, I'll see what I can come up with. <laughs> okay, you, know, you do I, that. I, I, I like challenges like this. This gets my brain moving and 
And we all know that brain moving is a great thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well, good. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> it may and not I'll happen you, right away. I, no, I don't want, I'm not going to bet you. Forgive me, I'm not going <laughs> to. I will tell you that I believe that we will get comments on that. I, I, I think you're right. Okay. All yes. right. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, Dave, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're having fun, having some laughs, and that, that's good for us. I, I mm-hmm. hope and pray it's good for the listeners, but I think we need to, again, be uh, conscious of the world we're living in yes. and uh, pray for the, the people of um, Ukraine and what they're going through. Uh, I cannot believe uh, it's just what you see on TV is just tragic. Um, there's a couple at uh, from um, from church. Uh, actually, it's uh, I've talked to one of the bosses I had at, at uh, BMJ when I was surveying. A, well, two of them did missionary work, and one made it his his life work. Actually, they both did too, but one of them went out of country a fair amount of times right. to do that. And one of his daughters and her husband are missionaries, and they were in Ukraine for years. Uh, at a uh, at a school actually it was a seminary i understand and they have a couple of kids and uh they stayed in ukraine for uh, as long as they could and then they they left uh, a few weeks ago and i understand from what we were told by the pastor on sunday that uh, they are now in poland helping the, the refugees and they say it's just it's a it's like a 24 hour a day job uh, thing we are constantly wow with refugees and trying to get them their needs taken care of uh, food and getting food there and, and it's just uh but i'm i'm just so amazed at the at their hearts and when i look back at dan their father and and see that he had to put the love of uh christ in his daughter and all i know they're in a, all of his family yeah got that jesus right. there but in this one's particular daughter that heart for missionary work and i i just i, I pray uh for their for her family and for their safety and uh, their well-being and uh, that they're blessed for the love they're showing others god's love yeah. and uh, but it's just uh it's so sad uh, and uh as we've discussed for the time being, and for a while, we're going to continue to end with a prayer for Ukraine. Yes. And this is a prayer for Ukraine and this world. Dear Heavenly Father, we find that every day we must kneel and pray, and in this season we find daily more of a reason we must not be blind. We pray for peace as the world does shout, now led by one who is not God's Son. The battle has begun, the battle hymns sung, lines have been erased and sovereignty defaced. Lord, we pray for Ukraine, we pray, we pray, remove their pain, rebuke the lies falling from the skies. Lord, we pray that your word is spoken and heard beyond this day. O Lord, lead me, lead us as we pray. We pray, Lord, God, Father in heaven, we pray, lead us, Lord, beyond the horde. Lord, bless Bless Ukraine, its people, 
leaders, and warriors. May their example and their faith of their sovereignty be an example to the world. And may the faith of Christians in prayer lift them up to overcome. Bless them, Lord. Protect them. Keep them safe. Help them, help them with their needs and their struggles. Amen. Amen. And Tim, on that note, uh, if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. Yeah, don't forget, Dave. We are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us, for we are his with Jesus. God bless you all. Have a great week. Bye, folks. Bye, folks.